Okay, we pick up at the uh, towards the bottom of uh, 51b, known as Aleph Amud Bet, uh, discussing again uh, uh, some more proofs uh, for Rav Nachman. Amarav Ashi, he says, If we look at our Mishnah uh, carefully, we also find a proof to Rav Nachman. As we said, the uh, Katani, our Mishnah said, uh, The person who goes out uh, from a city, uh, it's not our Mishnah, it's actually the next Mishnah, <coughs> on on today's daf, uh, the person who sets out to go to a city, uh, so that you can make an Erev with, uh, his and then his friend turns him back, we're going to see, because it's too hot or too cold, he can actually uh, still go out the next day, the whole rest of the city is forbidden, that's what Rabbi Huda says. Uh, and we asked uh, about this Mishnah when we discussed it. Uh, what's the difference between him and uh, and them? In other words, why can he carry on going uh, the next day? Obviously, uh, he is as if he has gone out. Uh, and why can't uh, the, why are the people of the town restricted? That is uh, the question. Amrav Huna uh, he says Hacha Maskin, and what are we talking about in this situation? Uh, we are talking here about a person, this person that went out uh, with uh, as the almost as the agent of uh, the the city. Uh, he had two houses, uh, one in this city and one in the city that he was going to, and uh, there is. Uh, to a revet chumim amount between the two of them. So really what we're saying is that he, uh, it's as if he completed uh, what he needed to do uh, because he set out uh, and then he know he knew that he needed to get to a certain place uh, and then there was 2,000 amot uh, between the place that he wanted to get to, both uh, between the place he wanted to get to and his house and 2,000, and his one house and 2,000 and what between uh, the place he wanted to get to and his other house. And uh, and, and and therefore, we say he actually is still good to go. Uh, how do we define him then? Iu kavan de l'orta, Orcha, sorry, uh, because he went out on his way, already on his journey, Hava Lai Ani. He is defined then as an Ani. Uh, we did discuss this yesterday in the introduction to this section. Uh, we said that how do you define an Ani and an Ashir? Uh, we said that an Ani is a person who is on the way. Uh, it doesn't necessarily go according to his actual financial standing, uh, but it goes according to uh, what he uh, uh, wanted to. He is defined as a traveler and uh, that. That means he doesn't have enough food uh, there, and, and, and therefore he is, he is defined as a traveler, and he gets the leniencies of that traveler. traveler. Uh, it says, And these people in the, in the city, uh, that uh, they are defined as the, the city, they are defined as Ashirim. They are defined as wealthy people. As we, again, as we said, it's not dependent on their financial status. Uh, it is dependent on the fact that they had uh, meals uh, in their houses, and therefore they are considered rich, as opposed to the person who is traveling, uh, who is defined as poor, because he doesn't have a meal uh, with him. Alma ploni ani in ashir lo And therefore, what do we see? Uh, the the implication is anyone who's in their place. Uh, sorry, anyone who says makom ploni, there should be my place. As uh, per this person who says, I've got a house in two cities and I need to get to the midway point uh, between the two of them. 
uh, we say that uh, that that person uh, is uh, is therefore defined as an ani, uh, and and he is allowed to do it. Uh, and uh, the rich people uh, who 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 can't do that, rich people can't do that because uh, they have to. Uh, do something physically. They have to be there uh, in order for them to do it. And because they are sitting just sitting at home, they do not get the leniency uh, which is uh, extended to the poor person. He has to. Uh, he he can just say, "I want to be there." Uh, and it's if he's there, uh, the rich people, uh, i.e., the people in their houses, do not get that leniency because they haven't done anything. Okay, that uh, and and therefore again, uh, we see we learn from this uh, that this is exactly what Rav Nachman's um uh, situation was that's how he described the Mishnah at the end of yesterday sure Mati Lav Rav Rakhia Barav Rav Rakhia Baashi sorry Rakhia Barav become a Rav Rakhia Baashi taught this Mishnah to Rakhia Barav in front of Rav Echad Ani Vechad Ashir both uh, a poor person and a rich person uh, can use this leniency uh, i.e. by saying I want my Erev to be in Makom Ploni in that place uh, you must finish off and say that Rav goes Rabbi Yehuda. Rav have a Tibna. This Rav Hanan used to go from Tibna Lepumpadita. He would travel between the two on Shabbat. Obviously, this uh, the place was within uh, the Tchum. Uh, okay, he would he go there and hear the the drosha. Uh, he would spend Friday night at home, and then uh, he would go to Atibna uh, the next day, or from Atibna to Pumpadita. And Amar uh, on uh, on erev Shabbat, hey Shaviti, be I you know I'm, I'm, I want to be in Tinta uh, between the two places, uh, and that's that's what I want. That's where I want to be. Amar Abbas, Abbas is holding one sec. Amar Datech, whose opinion are you going like? Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Huda, Halachic Rabbi Huda. Are you saying that uh, if there's a dispute between Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Huda, it goes like Rabbi Huda, as per a, a Mishnah that we had? I mean a discussion that we'd had a few days ago uh, where we categorized uh, everyone and Rabbi, Rabbi Huda uh, came second uh, behind Rabbi Yossi and then Rabbi Meir uh, was at the bottom uh, and he came third. Amarav Chista and Rav Chista said Machloket Mokom Ploni and it was Rav Chista uh, that says uh, there is a dispute uh, about uh, Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Huda uh, whether you can do this uh, and, uh, and you must be relying on Rabbi Huda. However uh, that that was Rav Chista, which was the second version of our dispute. Vah Rav Nachman Tani Kavate. We have uh, Rav Nachman explained it differently, and also he had a brata like him, as we just quoted. Uh, it says Amalei Hadrabi. Uh, okay, you're right, and uh, and therefore I retract uh, what I uh, have been doing. Uh, I admit I was wrong, uh, and therefore I won't do it again. Okay, continuing. Um uh Ama Rami Barhama. Um Rami Barhama says, Hare Amru, uh Shabbat Yeshlo Abamot, uh the person who goes to a specific place, uh he's got four four Amot at his place, four cubits at his place, and Otanet Rev Yeshlo Abamot uh Olo. 
uh, and, and also he's got four cubits where he is, and also obviously another 2,000 beyond that. Uh, we say that uh, we had had these discussions before uh, in, in, in terms of it, if you uh, have it. Now the question is, um, if you put uh, down an Erev in a specific place, uh, the question is, do you have four Amot in that area plus the other, another 2,000 Amot? In other words, the, if you're there personally, you have 2,004 Amot, uh, but if you're there with food, the question is, uh, do you get 2,000 Amot or do you get 2,004 Amot? Uh, that is the question. Uh, Amarava, so Rava says, Tashma, uh, let's learn from the Mishnah. Lo Amru, Ma'arvin Bapat, Lahakal Ala Asher. The the rabbi said that you um, can make an Arab uh, with uh, with bread uh, to be lenient for a rich person. Uh, that, that's what that's what they said. That's what the the mission had said. Uh, and uh, so that he doesn't have to slip out and make an Arab uh, with his feet. I ah, can stay at home, and as long as someone's got his foot, uh, his his food over there, he doesn't have to go out by foot. Biamata law. And if you say that uh, he he it's uh, he doesn't have an extra four amot, have a What are you saying? You want to be lenient uh, with this person for lahachmir who it actually restricts it. If he'd gone out there personally, he'd have two thousand and four amot. Uh, now the fact that he sends out uh, a meal, a bread in this case, uh, he's got two thousand amot. Well, that's less. Uh, so you're actually being stricter uh, with him. Than, uh, than before, and the Gemara says, no, filahaki nichalei. No, that's it. Still, can be defined as a leniency, uh, and it's better for him. Why? nitrach Because sitting at home in the comfort of your own home uh, and having someone drop off an Erev uh, for you uh, is much more preferable uh, even though you might lose uh, four Amot uh, uh, this negligible amount of space uh, and uh, you might uh, you know you might think uh, that that's uh, the person with that trade-off is uh, is uh, perfectly good in a person's mind he'd rather uh, do that uh, and uh, and have slightly less of an Erev and still he'd, he'd be at home uh, in his in his in his own house all right, continuing with the next Mishnah. Uh, and this was the Mishnah we had quoted before. A person that sets out to go to another city. Uh, and he wants to make an Erev so that he'd be able to walk between the two cities. Uh, and his friend uh, returns him. As we said, we'll see you know, why he comes back. Because his friend says to him, He can continue the next day. Even though he just set out on the way, uh, he can go back and he goes back home. He can go out that next day. But all the other people in the city are Asur. Uh, that's what Rabbi Huda says. Rabbi Meir, no, Rabbi Meir has got a different view. Anyone who can make an Eruv and for whatever reason uh, didn't make an Eruv, i.e., uh, he didn't, uh, you know, say that he actually wants to go somewhere, and he didn't actually uh, do uh, anything. So he says he's like a donkey driver, uh, always, as we've said before, a donkey driver and a camel. Uh, a donkey driver pushes an animal from behind. A, uh, a, the, the, a camel driver, uh, I mean. 
uh, uh, you know, a donkey driver uh, walks behind an animal and a camel driver walks in front of an animal and pulls it, ah, he's stuck between the two. Uh, in other words, uh, that, uh, that this person uh, is, uh, the, the, even the, the person that said he was going to go and didn't go now, uh, as him, as well as all the rest of the people of his city, are kind of stuck uh, between the, the, the intersecting areas. You'd say, as if, imagine as if he got there uh, and uh, the, the tukum goes out 2,000 and more from the place he was going to go, but it only goes 2,000 and more from where he currently is. So in that intersection, in that interlapping, overlapping area, uh, the area where it intersects, uh, that is where this person can walk, but no, but no more. Okay. Um, and uh, and that's and that's uh, you know you you you're left with the worst of all situations. That's Rabbi Meir's view. All right, uh, the Gemara picks up Mashna uh, Mashna Inhu. As we said, we already quoted this line uh, of the Gemara before and explained it earlier on. Uh, what is the difference between him and them? I.e., that that uh, the person who set out on the on the journey, uh, he is able to to say he's still got an Arab and he can go there the next day uh, and and why can't the rest of the people of the city uh, as we said before he's got there are two houses he's got a house in city A he's got a house in city B uh, and there is not more than two tchums worth of Shabbat there's not more than 4,000 4, Amos uh, between uh, the two of them and uh, and that's why he can get to the two of them he he said I'm going to put my uh, uh, resident make my resident at the middle of both of them and therefore he is entitled uh, to use that leniency because, as we explained, he is defined as a poor person that is set out on the on the on the on the way, and that's what the Gemara says. Because he's gone out on the way, he becomes a poor person. And those other people in the city uh, are rich uh, people because they have not uh, left the house; they're not defined as travellers. Okay, Tani Namihaki will also learn in a brata similar to this. If you've got two houses, and there's not then more than 4,000 amot uh, between the two of them. Uh, the minute he goes out on the way, he is acquired, he's Erev, uh, that's what Rabbi Huda says. Um, uh, more than that, uh, it's Rabbi Huda, uh, the son of Rabbi Huda, uh, says, uh, even if his friend finds him uh, and says to him, uh, uh, Lin Po, uh, you know, go along and, and uh, stay here. Uh, it says, Eight Chama, he ate Sinahu, it's Eight Sinah, you know, Chama who ate Sinahu, it's hot, it's too hot, it's too cold. Uh, you've got to look after yourself, you've got to look after your health. Uh, you know, go the next day only. Uh, so then, for Machar, Mashkim Be'olech, then he can go uh, the next day and uh, and walk. So, uh, you know, that's uh, Rabbi Yossi, uh, the son of Rabbi Huda. Uh, and uh, we're going to discuss, you know, the difference between him and his father. Ama Rabba, Lomar, Kuli Alma, if it goes along, according to Rabba, and he says when he when he explicitly says uh, that he's going and uh, going out to that other place, uh, it says Kuli Alma, Lo Pligi Ditsarich. No, everyone agrees that you have to say uh, that you are going out. Ki Pligi, where is the uh, the disagreement? Lachazik, uh, whether you actually have to. 
set out uh, on the way. The question is, uh, you have to say that you want to do it. The question is whether you have to uh, start the journey. Uh, Rabbi Yehuda said that you have to uh, actually set out on the way. Rabbi Yossi, the son of Rabbi Yehuda, however, says that you don't even have to uh, set out on the way. Speaking is good enough. That shows your intention. Um, however, that was Rabbi's view of it. Uh, Rabbi Yosef, I'm rather opposite. Uh, you know, in terms of actually setting out on your way, everyone agrees uh, that that is needed. Uh, the the question is, the question is whether you actually have to explicitly say it. But once you've actually done an action, uh, that is enough. Uh, whose opinion is the following thing that Ula said? If a person set out on his way and another one told him uh, that he doesn't have to and he stopped him going out on his way, uh, he is both returned and uh, as if he set out on his on his way. The Gemara says, well, um, that, that seems very uh, self-contradictory. Okay, uh, If he is returned, so how can you define him as set out? Uh, and if you say that he's considered as if he has already started his journey, why does he have to return? So it doesn't seem to make sense. And the Gemara says, no, that is what we're talking about here. Afalp. Uh, uh, even though he goes back to his original place, uh, it's as if he is already considered to have set out on his uh, journey. Come on, Rabbi Yossi, this must be going like uh, like uh, Rabbi Yosef. Um, and this must be going like uh, Rabbi Yossi, uh, the son of Rabbi Huda. Okay, so we had Rabbi and Rabbi Yosef, and this goes like the second opinion uh, of Rabbi Yosef, uh, quoting Rabbi Yossi, the son of Rabbi Huda. Uh, Rav Yehuda bar Ishtata, uh, this, uh, he came ati lay kalkala de prazia le Rav Nachman. He uh, brought a, uh, Rav Yehuda bar Ishtata brought a basket of fruit to Rav Oshaya, um, uh, Natan bar Oshaya, uh, and it was uh, to, uh, you know, kalkala de peri, Natan bar Oshaya. Yave Azil, Shavke, when he was uh, going um, on his way home, uh, that uh, um, Shavka had the Nachit Darga, uh, then you know, he went down one step. Amalei, uh, stay here tonight, uh, he said. So, you know, he seemed to have made him, uh, you know, step out and start his journey before calling him back. Namakara cut him by on the next day, he got up and he left. Come on, who does this go like? Krav Yosef, again, that uh, like Rav Yosef, Aliba de Rav Yosef, Rav In other words, it must be that you have to start your journey uh, and uh, and you don't have to actually say anything. But as long as you started your journey, you can go back home and as if you've already... Um, uh, done what you needed to, that is enough. Uh, the Gemara says, isn't that a good proof? And the Gemara says, Law, Karabi, Aleba de Rabbi Huda. It could be like Karaba, like, sorry, uh, in accordance with Rabbi Huda. In other words, although the the, the thing doesn't say it, the Brata doesn't explicitly say it, uh, it could be that he actually explicitly mentioned uh, what he was going to do, and, uh, and therefore uh, it could be a proof to that. It's, uh, it's not absolutely clear. All right, quoting our Mishnah, uh, Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Meir says, uh, call Shechol uh, Anyone who makes an Erev and uh, uh, 
uh, and he says uh, that, that you know you, you've got an Arab in the one place but you you could make an Arab in the one place but then you didn't finish it off uh, you are caught uh, between the two you are like a Kamal uh, and a Kamal okay we had this case before um, about 20 uh, 15 Dafaga uh, odd where we 17 Dafaga I think it was Daf 35 uh, where we had said that um, a person who is not sure whether the Arab that he had brought was uh, destroyed before Shabbat started or not, can he rely on it? And Rabbi, Rabbi Meir had said about that he is uh, compared to like a, uh, a donkey and a camel driver. He's stuck between the two places. places. So you've really learned it once before. And I would say a Suffolk, uh, Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Huda, Omrim, Gamal. That's exactly in the case of a doubtful Arab, uh, Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Huda say uh, that is like his guy is a donkey driver and a camel driver. In other words, uh, he's unsure and therefore you have to have the strictures of both. So we've already learned this before. Why do you need to teach us again? Amrav Shoshit, he says, Lord Tamer, Time of the Rabbi Meir, Suffolk Erev, Suffolk Lo Erev. No, if it was just that case, uh, you might think that it was, if you're in doubt, whether the Erev existed, when you're in doubt, whether the Erev did not exist, uh, who? In that case, this guy is like a, a camel and a donkey driver, in other words, because there's a doubt. Aval Vadai, Lo Erev. But here, uh, where you know that he definitely has not done the Erev, uh, he is uh, started out and then he uh, goes back, uh, so he definitely didn't do the Erev. Uh, no, you might think that in this case, it is, he definitely didn't do anything. So you wouldn't give him the leniencies almost of the Khamar uh, and the Gamal. And the Gemara says, Ella, I feel a vada, uh, lo Erev, uh, that, uh, you know, even if it's sure that he didn't do uh, an Erev, uh, so even in that case, he is considered to be this donkey driver and camel driver, he's restricted to both areas. The law have a vada, lo Erev, kave Kamal Kamal, and uh, he's he's like a donkey driver and a camel driver, uh, even though he definitely didn't put an Arab in place. All right, uh, another Mishnah, uh, a person that goes outside the Tchum, even one uh, he can't go back. Uh, Rashi mentions over here uh, that uh, this, you know, he mentions uh, in, on, the, on this line, he does this intentionally, very much on purpose, here yeah, and not for the purpose of doing a mitzvah. So you know that you're leaving the, the Tchum and you deliberately do it. Uh, even one ama, you're not allowed to come back. Rebeleza says, uh, you've got, you find yourself in the middle of uh, four amot, uh, you've got two amot on either side of you. So if you're out, uh, two amot, he says those, uh, the Arabs the overlap. Uh, we've seen this, uh, his, his view before, um, uh, interla- overlapping Arabs. Uh, we say, you can ace, then you can go back. Shalosh, um, you can ace. However, if you're out three, uh, you can't go back. Amrav Kanina says the Gemara Raglo Echad Tochatchum Raglo Echad Chutzlutchum. What happens? You have one foot uh, outside the Erev, but your other foot is inside the Erev. Loi Kanais, you're not allowed to go back. Uh, why is that? Tiktiv, because the Pasuk says, Im Teshiv Mishabat Raglecha. Uh, raglecha, sorry, if you turn away your feet uh, because of Shabbat, there's a, uh, a verse from Isaiah chapter 58, which is what we read after on Yom Kippur. Uh, if you turn your feet away on um, 
on Shabbat, uh, it says Raglacha Ketiv. Uh, the the word Raglacha uh, is written without the extra yud, uh, and therefore it could mean your regal, one regal. In other words, uh, you you stop your regal from going out. That was uh, with a verse in Isaiah, and we we dash it out to say even just one foot. Uh, the Gemara says Vatanya Raglo Echad Betochetchum Raglo Echad Chutzetchum Yikanais. If you got one foot out and one foot in, uh, then you can uh, come back. Uh, in to the tchum. How many? Uh, so then, you know, that, that seems contradicted. How many? So who do we say? Uh, this is like a uh, cherem. Uh, we say this is like a cherem. The tanya. A cherem amrim lemakom she rubo hu nizkar. A cherem says you are where most of your body you are defined uh, in halakha is where most of your body is. And therefore, you only stepped out with one foot. Uh, that is not most of your body. And as a result, uh, you can get pulled pulled uh, back into the Tchum. Ekid uh, Amra, there's another version uh, of this. Amra of Kenina, Raglo Echad Betocha Tchum, Raglo Echad Chutz Tchum Yekanais. If you've got one foot out and one foot in, you can come back. Dictive. Im Teshuv B'Shabbat Raglecha, Raglecha, it says if you turn your feet away because of Shabbat, Raglecha, you put, we, here uh, in this version, we as if you've uh, um, uh, said Raglecha, as if it's got a Yud, you read it, as if it's plural and it's got a Yud, uh, Karinan, you read it uh, as if it's got the extra Yud and I, it's plural, in other words, you have to have both your feet out uh, of the Erev to not be um, uh, allowed back in. Uh, Vatanya, we have a brata. Uh, Kanais, the teacher's opposite that you can't go back. Who uh, No, uh, this this brata, this original brata, we have to have two feet out. He says, Lakacherim, Detanya, Namakom, Shirubo, Hu, and Iskar. You go after the majority of your body, and if your majority of your body was not out, uh, then you can come back. All right, quoting the Mishnah again. Rabbi Leza Omer, Shtam, you can ice, you can If you went out two, Amot, you can come back in. Uh, three, you can't. Vatanya, Rabbi Leza Omer, Achat, you can ice, Shtam, you can ice. We seem to have an opposite uh, brata, which Rabbi Leza contradicts himself. He says, one, you can go, you can come back in. Two, you can't go back in. So how do we understand that? Lo Kasha, hi, Daka, Chada, Vaka, Vakai uh, atate uh, one where he moved from the first one to uh, the second one. I he's, he's moved two out, uh, and the second one hired akatate vakam atlata. One he's moved two and a bit out. So the one is where he's one, and he's already in the second ama. Um, uh, and this, the the other opinion is where he's already two and a bit out. So once you're more than two out, uh, that you are now over the line. The other one is where he's a bit one and a bit out. Okay. Vatanya, uh, another brother, Rebliezomer, Afilu Amaechat Loikanais. Even if you went out one, uh, you can't come back inside. Uh, that was, so that seems contradicted as well. Ha'atanya Kitanya Hi Lemudaid. That is only talking about uh, measuring. When you are measuring by walking yourself, Ditnan, uh, as we learned in the Mishnah, Lemudaid Shamru. When we're talking about measuring, Notim Lo Alpai Mama, where you're saying that you, you walk out. And you've got two thousand amot. A philosoph midato kale bemara Even if it fi- finishes it in the middle of a cave, uh, you can't even go uh, beyond that uh, that point. Okay. Um, that's uh, that's that. So you know there there are things uh, over here in terms of where the. Um, 
a person uh, is uh, in the middle uh, of a you know your your if sometimes you do define uh, for example a whole city uh, can be one area as if it is just for Amot uh, we'll see this a bit uh, in in further Mishnayot uh, later on in Gomorrah's uh, but that that is where you are uh, in uh, either you you started uh, the Shabbat in the city itself then it's considered for Amot the whole city and you can go 2000 Amot from the end or alternatively uh, where uh, your it's a smaller city and your two thousand or encompasses uh, the whole uh, uh, the whole city uh, that would be um, a uh, the, the time where you could walk that uh, past to the city edge plus for otherwise uh, if you're outside and and uh, your tchum uh, finishes uh, in the middle of the city well that's exactly where you can go. All right, <laughs> last mission of the Perik, a very short one, uh, you know, a short Gemara piece. Uh, what happens if it gets dark outside the Tchum? And you are now stuck uh, outside the city. Even just one uh, outside the city, you can't come back in. Um, uh, Rabbi Shimon or Mayor Rabbi Shimon says, uh, Rabbi Shimon says, no, even 15 Amot, uh, you can go inside. Because the people who, who uh, the, the, like, they had quantities of ayahs who uh, uh, mark out the Arab area, the Tukhum area from the city, uh, they, they uh, are lenient uh, and they don't mark it exactly uh, because uh, of people who make a mistake. Uh, and the Gemara says the Tanya Rebbe Torah Hamida because they they make a mistake in measurement says the Gemara. Really, the you know Rashi <coughs> gives two explanations. The first explanation is uh, the one that you know it's, maybe they're just you know not precise, and uh, the other one is uh, where he says uh, you know that's why it's uh, fifteen is not an exact number. Other one where he works out that fifteen is uh, an exact number uh, because of the following uh, mathematical thing. The way they work out. Uh, it, uh, uh, the areas between uh, the t- uh, to work out the tchum, you take two people, you have an exactly uh, 50 amma rope, uh, and each person holds it in his hand, uh, and uh, they put it by their chest. Uh, that uh, you know you need exactly a 50 amma rope, so it doesn't sag, it doesn't get pulled too taut, uh, and you use a 50 amma rope. Uh, so obviously in 2000 amma, there are 40. Um, uh, the 40 times that we use the rope and because each person is holding it uh, in uh, their, their hand uh, you lose a tefach uh, in, in the thing and one finger uh, between the two of them so uh, you know 40 um Tvachim, uh, you know, 40 times that you use the rope times two Tvachim is 80 Tvachim and then one finger uh, you work out so uh, is uh, is two um, uh, is, is two at spots so you kind of uh, get to uh, um, uh, the amount of uh, um, 40 at spots and 40 etzbaot is actually 10 tvachim, so that's why you get 80 tvachim, uh, and 10 tvachim you get to 90 tvachim, uh, and you obviously then have to divide that um, uh, by 6 tvachim in a uh, uh, 
six tvachim in an amah, and you get 15 amot that way. 90 divided by 15 is six amot. And that is how um, you, uh, uh, you know, sorry, 90 divided by uh, six, uh, sorry, is 15 amot. And that's why uh, you, the Rashi says that uh, this, you know, you are exact over here. That's why, because that's what you lose. So that 15 amot is meant very precisely. Okay, we have finished the fourth chapter of the uh, of the Masechet Hadron Lach Mishuotiu and uh, tomorrow Bezrat Hashem will carry on with the fifth chapter everyone should have a great time